Why do we want to keep our business processes simple? Easy, because the more complicated we make our business processes, the more risk we've got in their errors, okay? And the harder it is to explain and the more times things can go wrong. Hi, I'm Paul Sweeney, and welcome back to the Business Behind Your Business podcast. And we're looking at this whole idea today of, you know, how do we keep our business simple by eliminating the complicated steps in our process, eliminating unnecessary steps. Okay, when we when we make things complicated, it's very hard to explain it to somebody else and make sure that they get a perfect understanding of what we're trying to achieve. Now, when I was growing up, we used to play this game at school called Chinese Whispers. Now, it's not multiple names around the world, and I think probably telephone is like its correct name for it now, but it's played everywhere. It's a children's game. And it's often used in the experiments to work out how information is communicated. So we often had everybody sat around in a circle and it would start by one person being given a message and they would then whisper that message to the next person and so on. And then at the end of the circle, the last person would announce what the message was. And usually with, with much laughter and humor, the message that they delivered was nothing like the message that it started out, out as. And of course, the more complicated the message, the longer the sentence or the more words, the more chance that things would go wrong and things would be misheard because we don't always understand. We don't always hear and explain. We don't repeat or we might not might not feel that we need to repeat it in exactly the same words. So when we do this, we have confusion. We have a lot of errors, okay? And yeah, what happens is the message doesn't get transmitted properly. And we have this problem with our business. So we're told to keep things simple. So we're told to keep our business processes simple. Okay. And look, it's very easy to get things wrong. So why complicate it? Yeah, you know, when we need to explain it to somebody else, okay, when we need to explain a process to somebody new, a new employee, you know, if we have a complicated process or convoluted so many extra steps in there, it becomes very hard to follow. And what ends up happening is they keep coming back to you asking, how do I do this? Or what about this step? I've forgotten what comes next. Even if you've got your process documented in a checklist, if it's not simple, then you know, there is a lot more confusion. There's a lot more misunderstanding, a lot more forgetting what comes next. So how do we eliminate that confusion? Because when we can do that, we can remove ourselves as the business owners from a lot of the decision-making process. We don't need to be involved. The more decision points we have in our process, you know, the more times things can get mistaken. Okay, The more decision points we have, the more times that decision comes back to us as the business owners. And we want to avoid that. We want to scale our business by eliminating us from as many stages of the production cycle or the sales cycle or the decision cycle as possible and concentrate on those big important tasks of growing our business. So when we're looking at a process, we need to work out what can we eliminate? What can we get rid of that is not really necessary to do the task or to do that process? Have a look at all the steps in the process and say, well, you know, does this step actually assist in achieving my goals? And if that's not the case, then why is it there? Why is that step part of the process? Is it really required? I think we need to come back and just strip our processes, our ideas, right back to the bare minimum. 
if we want to go from A, B, C to D, then why introduce X, Y, and Z? Let's have a look at the bare minimum of what needs to happen. Okay, well, if we're looking at sales, we want to talk to a customer, convince them to buy, and make the sale. That's a simple process, but we introduce so much complexity into what's going on. We introduce so many options. You know, when I went to the supermarket recently to buy cereal, there was a whole aisle of cereal when I was growing up. You know, we had five choices. You know, we had cornflakes, wheat product, sugar stuff, but we had less choice. So it was very easy to make a decision. Often in our sales process, we complicate it by introducing too many options or too many variables and then not being able to explain those variables quickly and easily. We make the process complicated. You know, a lot of the restaurant chains at the moment have moved to a lot more self-service where you choose a lot more of what goes into your menu item. We have you to making that process faster but there is so much more choice there. They have given you so many choices. You can have six different types of milk in your coffee. Oh, yeah, you can create a burger with so many different options, but it slows down the process. Whereas in the past, it was very simple. Here is what is available. And you know, the sales process and the time it took to deliver were much shorter. And so when we make it complicated, we extend the time taken. We introduce more points at which the, the process can go wrong. Okay, so if we start with our process and just strip it back to the minimum number of steps and work out with this minimum number of steps, will it actually achieve the outcome that we need? You know, at what points is there confusion? Okay, are we creating confusion here by introducing too many options? If the answer is not clear which way to proceed, then we need to have that in the process. Simplify the process. Remove the options, remove the decision where people have to think about what outcome they should choose. Make it simple to follow. And when you make it simple to follow, there is more compliance. There is less risk of error of misunderstanding the process or leaving a step out or bypassing a step because it's just too hard. I think we have introduced a lot of unnecessary complexity into a lot of the things we do, not just in business, but particularly looking at business, we seem to add a lot of complexity. And a lot of that, look, to be honest, it's to do with a lot of the legislation that's introduced a lot of unnecessary or additional requirements which don't add value to the transaction. They add complexity. Yes, they're there for protection purposes, but the way they've been constructed, they are not simple to follow. I guess a good way of explaining this is there's a cartoonist called Rube Goldberg. He's American, and he was famous for drawing a lot of complicated devices that would perform a very simple task in some very convoluted ways okay and in this way he made it quite humorous about our tendency to overcomplicate things to make it ridiculous so we would have like a contraption sitting on somebody's head with 16 moving parts just to butter a piece of bread it's absolutely absurd but it was so funny to look at and say well hang on that is just completely ridiculous but we take often that same approach in how we design our processes. We just add to it without thinking about, well, can we actually change it and make it simpler? So when we have a lot of unnecessary complexity in our in real life, it's not funny. It costs us time, it costs us money, it you know, causes stress, it makes people impatient, it undermines the whole, I guess, so that trust 
process that we are trying to establish with our customers, with our employees. So it's not a good thing. So why do we persist with it? Why do we persist when it's causing so much complexity, so much error? Is it just because it's hard to, to simplify things? There's that saying that I didn't have time to write you a short letter, so I wrote you a long one. I think when it comes to simplifying and putting things concisely, it does take the effort, but the rewards are there. You know, the amount of time you spend now simplifying your process, the payback is enormous going forward. The amount of time you'll save in the future, the amount of errors you eliminate, far, far, far better. I'm thinking here of, of restaurants. I've often gone to a restaurant and I've been given a menu and the menu is enormous. There are like 16 pages of menu options, okay? It takes nearly an hour for everybody at the table to, to decide what they're gonna have. Whereas on contrast, I've been to a lot of other restaurants where you've gone and there's been like five choices for entree, five for main and five desserts. Well, not even that sometimes, okay? And what is the benefit of doing that? Well, those restaurants that have limited choice, okay, sometimes they think, well, hang on, it'd be nice to have a bit more choice, but why do those restaurants that have limited choice do so well? Well, for a start, they've got fewer dishes, okay? Fewer dishes, so it doesn't take as long to decide what you're going to have as a customer you've only got five choices. So it's one, two, three, four, or five, very quick, okay? So often there's less dishes for the wait staff to explain what's actually in it and what, you know, what it actually means and what kind of dish and how it's served, etc. They don't need to remember as many details. There's less variety and, and less complexity for the chefs, okay? They've got fewer recipes to learn, fewer recipes to learn, fewer ingredients. Okay, so ordering ingredients is simpler. They've got less to do. They also have less wastage because they know with a lot more reliability how much quantity they need of each ingredient and how long they last. They don't have 200 ingredients when they only need 20. Okay, so it makes ordering simpler. It reduces waste, it eliminates those problems. They also need less equipment with less numbers of, of meals on the menu. They probably need less equipment in the, the kitchen, okay? They don't need the equipment to produce that dish that only gets ordered once every three nights or something like that, okay? They, don't, they have less equipment. Less to clean, takes less time to clean. At the end of the night, takes less time to clean the kitchen. So we've got less stock, okay? So we probably don't need as big an area for storage, less a smaller cool room. We've got less equipment, less cleaning time, less wastage, and less errors because the, the, the chefs, even a new chef can walk in and very quickly can understand five recipes. They don't have to learn 20 or 30. They've got five recipes to learn, okay? Just simplifies the whole process, simplifies your onboarding with new, new staff, not just in the kitchen, but the wait staff, makes it easier for your customers, less wastage, simpler, simple process. So if we take that example and put it into our business, why wouldn't we want to simplify things? So we want to simplify by reducing errors, okay? So let's have a look at where are the errors occurring in our processes? Why are they occurring? You know, can we reduce time on our low value or unnecessary tasks? There's a lot of things we do each day that aren't necessary. And if we can eliminate them, then what's gonna happen is we're gonna free up time 
to focus on the things that really matter, to focus on growing the business, to focus on generating more sales, focus on being more profitable. So if we can eliminate unnecessary steps, simplify the process, we're going to have a more profitable business. We're probably going to have, no, not probably, we are going to have a business we enjoy a lot more because we're not going to have the errands. We're not going to be spending time doing things that aren't creating value that we don't enjoy. And we're going to be more profitable, which means we're going to have more resources available to enjoy what really matters, to enjoy those reasons for why you started a business in the first place. So there's a rule of opportunity costs that we need to take into account. Like if to do more of what really matters, we have to do less of what doesn't matter. Okay, am I, am I making this clear enough? We can't spend more time doing the really important things if we are spending time doing tasks that create no value, that are not important. So if we can stop and simplify, eliminate the things that don't matter to the process, that don't add value, then we can create more space for the things that do. We can create more space and time to concentrate on the things that really add value. So it's not always easy, but it's worth the investment in, in time. It's worth the investment in doing it. Look, we've been here. Look, if you've been listening to the podcast, you might have heard me mention we've been hiring some new employees as our business grows. And we've really been looking closely at how we have our processes are they easy to follow? Because we're having to explain it to people at different levels. And some of these don't have any experience. We're hiring some cadets, some undergraduates. And you know, they don't have the experience. They also don't have the knowledge of some of the terms that we take for granted, some of the assumed knowledge. So we've been very, I guess, careful about not just telling them how we do things, but as we're doing it, we're actually looking at, well, is that actually necessary? Is that step required? Can we make this simpler so that it's easier to follow? Can we reduce the number of times that they have to ask us a question because the answer's not obvious? So it's been really beneficial to go through that process and, and think about how can we make it easier for these new employees to get up to speed very quickly in the processes that we need them to follow? And the benefit has been that each time we've, we've gone back and we've sharpened the process, we've eliminated some unnecessary steps, we've made it clearer, simpler. The next time that process, that task is performed, it's been performed faster, more effectively, with less errors, better result, more effective outcomes. You multiply that by the number of processes and tasks that you have in your business on a day-to-day -day basis by the number of employees, that's an enormous amount of time that you can save by simplifying your process, by eliminating unnecessary steps, unnecessary confusion. You know, there are a lot of ways that you can do this. And, and part of the process is getting feedback from people. You know, when people don't understand what the process is or what a, what a step actually represents, have a think about it. Like, why are they asking that question? Have we made it too complicated? 
you know, there's a trap for somebody that is experienced when they're explaining to somebody who doesn't have that same level of experience or is not as far along in the journey that we explain the process at too high a level. We, we forget about the learning and the assume, assumed knowledge that we've, that we've brought in over years of experience. I heard this it mentioned in a, in a podcast recently from Pat Flynn. And it's talking about how often we don't need the person who is the genius or the, you know, got 30 years experience explaining the process. We need the person that's just a couple of steps along from us because they understand and can explain things at the same level we need in the same level of simplicity. So it's good to actually think about, you know, how are we explaining? You know, are we explaining in simple terms or are we assuming a lot of understanding that's not actually there? Yeah, putting it another way, there was a movie years ago called Philadelphia with Tom Hanks. And one of the lawyers in that film had this sort of catchphrase whenever he asked a question of a witness was, explain it to me like I'm a six-year-old. Okay, and he said it so many times in the, in the movie, but he got the point that explain your answer so a six-year-old could understand it. Okay, if we can put it in a very simple level of understanding then, you know, it's so much easier for people to follow. Yeah, when they can follow it, they understand it. There's less errors, there's less risk, less mistakes, more satisfaction. I think we overcomplicate it. We assume that we need to make our processes complicated just to, I guess, substantiate our level of expertise or our understanding. I think we need to go and reverse that and make things simpler. Make it simple, make it easy for people to understand easy to understand, easy to make those decisions about purchasing, easy to get your team on board, easy for them to follow the process so that you're not having to intervene or be called in to answer the question and make decisions at each step. Okay, when we can make our processes simple, we free up time to focus on what's really important, the things that really matter. So I've shared a a few examples of of ways that we've had to simplify our processes and some examples of what can go wrong and how sometimes if we looked at it from a different angle, we'd see the the complexity and the absurdity of some of the steps we've put in place. So I'd be interested to know, know what are some of the things that you've simplified in your business and what have been the outcomes? Yeah, what kind of difference has it made? Maybe there's some things in there that you just don't know how to actually change and make it simple. So love to hear from you. So if you can send through your comments, email to podcast at thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com. We'd love to hear from you. And, and look, if you do have something, a question that you'd like us to answer on a future episode, we'd love to hear that too. So you can send that through. Again, send that to podcast at thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com. Okay, it's about growing your business and you know, we want you to have a successful, thriving business. So, you know, hoping you're getting a lot of value out of this. If you are, then please let us know. We'd love to know that we are actually making a difference. And also love that if you are getting value out of this to share it with somebody else that might be able to benefit from, from some of the conversations we've had. And look, if you've missed one, look, I encourage you to go back through past episodes on our website on www.thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com or look them up in your podcast player that you're listening to at the moment. Thanks for listening. I'm Paul Sweeney and looking forward to having more conversations with you to help your business grow and thrive.